0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, we've got our uh, buddy Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Kevin, how you doing, pal?
0: Man, it's all good. I'm happy to make it to another Friday and, and be talking two different Wisconsin football teams in the same weekend. I never thought I'd be so excited to say that.
1: Right. Um, So let's let's start with the Badgers coming up tonight. Badgers taking on Illinois. And what are you? I mean, I think the number one thing we're all circling is Graham Mertz's debut. Right?
0: Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, here's here's the story that we've told for, I mean, really for generations, but especially since the era of Russell Wilson, where where we learned that the Badgers could be more than just a good football program if they had that type of quarterback, a difference making type of quarterback. That they could be a great program, they could be a contender. And in this uh, last few years that we've seen, the Badgers are really close to, you know, the, the playoff. They've been right on the cusp of the, of the college football playoff. This is a weird year, but if you could get Graham Mertz a year of experience in this very weird year, and he can lead the Badgers to a, you know, a good or great season this year, I think the expectations for 2021 and beyond would be fantastic because they develop running backs. They develop offensive line. It's not an issue. The Badgers' defense has been pretty good most years. But you've got a quarterback, you've got a different type of program. It would be fun to watch.
1: So does he, in your opinion, have the weapons to throw? Because the kid's got an unbelievable arm, and they talk about the physical attributes, the fact that he does look like a quarterback. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's got a terrific arm, he can get downfield. Do you think he's going to have the good weapons to throw to downfield?
0: Yeah. Now there's your, your, your big, big question at this point, because it is uh, if you start a year and you never know when you're talking about uh, this program and, and how like, you know, guys that graduate guys that come in that sort of thing, you usually hear something about a tight end. We're talking, you know, the Jake Ferguson's of the world or, you know, what, uh, what can Danny Davis be? What can Kendrick Pryor be? I mean, this is, this is a group that, um, has a chance to be there but I wonder if they won't just develop together I mean that chemistry is something that you'll be watching in these first few games the other thing by the way that uh, that's going to be interesting about the development of Graham Mertz and I think it helps him is that it ain't New Mexico State you know it's not the Citadel it's, right. it's all Big 10 stuff right off the top like your game one is the team that kind of derailed uh, you the first part of your season last year I mean that's in other words, there, there is no like easing into this, and I, I like I said, I think it brings the uh, the adrenaline out. I think that might actually help Mertz and help his uh, his receivers get chemistry early in the year.
1: I can't wait for college football tonight. I'm excited. Uh, then you got the Packers trying to get themselves back on track, come Sunday. And uh, look, I, I I think the keys to the game for me. I mean, we can talk about the cliches, like I had mentioned earlier with the turnovers and such. But getting the offense going, getting that getting that rhythm back, getting in and out of the huddle. Obviously, being able to put some kind of a containment on Deshaun Watson and not allowing him to run wild, which is really kind of my fascination coming into this game, defensively speaking, and the fact that yesterday, or excuse me, on Wednesday, um, Matt Lafleur took so many questions about why his defense is not getting home on quarterbacks. Um, I would assume that Mike Pettin's going to probably do a few things to try to try to put a little pressure, a little more pressure on Deshaun Watson, without allowing him to get uh, get outside and start running wild. So uh I there's I, I just think there's gonna be a different tenacity in this ball game. Give me your thoughts. Yeah,
0: LaFleur uh Wednesday said something that I, I thought was really interesting. He was talking about uh what the Packers are doing this week to try to develop that pass rush, to try to put some new wrinkles in. And as you know, LaFleur is not a guy that, that divulges very much. He's he is uh uh, very good at the art of holding that press conference, but not telling you a heck of a lot of what's going on. So the fact that he specifically mentioned that makes me think that, yeah, there's, there really was something under construction this week at practice that the, the Packers can unleash at Deshaun Watson. By the way, the, the Texans are one of those teams. They, they, they've had a, a really rough year. Uh, and sometimes when a team that's got talent has had a rough year, I get a little nervous about the breakout game, you know, the chance where they could finally play, you know, the the way that they've been capable. I just, with this team, because they've already gone through a head coach now, because they've already talked about trading guys, maybe they're not at that point, but that will perpetually make me nervous when a team that's supposed to be decent comes in with one win. You worry that they've just saved all their luck for you. So hopefully that hasn't happened or won't happen this week.
1: Uh, we were talking last night about the trade deadline, and obviously there's been some things when it comes to Antonio Brown possibly going to the Seattle Seahawks, Des Bryant going to uh, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, some of these guys that they're pulling uh, out of that haven't been playing for a while now. But then the trade rumors begin, and there's been some speculation that maybe, just maybe, Houston may be willing to move J.J. Watt. Now, I don't think they're going to do that, and I think it's maybe a 99.9% chance that they don't. However, if you were going to be Brian and make one big move, you're going after a guy like Julio Jones, or you or maybe Odell Beckham Jr., or you're going after a guy like JJ Watt. Which side of the ball would you bolster first? Oh man,
0: <laughs> nine out of ten times I would say defense. Nine out of ten times, where you're if you find that difference maker on that side of the ball, that's the thing that makes you an instantly better team. This is the one team that might make me think about it differently because. I feel like one more receiver specifically can change the uh, the composition of this offense. And it's because you have Devontae Adams, and then behind him, everybody else is still sort of getting sea legs. You know, you have Lazard Hurt. That's a big issue. Uh, man, I I still – If you put J.J. Watt in front of me, even at this point in his career, I don't know if I can pass that up. I feel like J.J. Watt at this age gives you more than Julio Jones does at this age, than Randall Cobb does at this age. And uh, so I I guess he gets the slight edge still, but I would not be upset at all if a receiver was added to this group. And I I think it's the one time when you could say that Rodgers could really use that extra weapon at receiver rather than develop it. I would like to see them bring that in.
1: Um, I'm talking with Kevin Holt from CBS 58, uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. The, uh, the defense, I uh, want to go back to something that you had said when they're talking about dialing things up. Has the defense or maybe the defense's problems been more schematic, say Mike Pettin, or personnel? Because if you believe that you can scheme things up, that means maybe the coaches haven't been doing their due diligence um however when I look at this defense I ask myself secondary wise they're pretty good I mean I think they're one of the better secondaries in the National Football League at least top 10 so is it more personnel or is it more do you think coaching at this point
0: yeah I mean I don't know if I can say it's personnel because really the secondary is in the same position you have the Smiths still uh Kenny Clark has missed some time but you know you're dealing with, with uh, his presence still there, and which means the only real change is Blake Martinez out and Christian Kirksey in, and I can't call that a, the, the sort of thing that would change a defense from something pretty good to something that's been downgraded. That's I, I kind of rule out the idea of personnel. You might have guys that haven't performed up to speed, you know, through the first five or six games of the year but I still see the talent level and I still feel like that group should be performing better than they are. I, I don't know. I hesitate to throw it on, on the coaching staff, but at the same time, I, if you're, if you're going one or the other personnel is not uh, that different for me. I, I just, I feel again, they don't play them on paper, but I feel like these games, Uh, should go more the Packers' way defensively with what they've got on that defensive side of the ball. Maybe they just need a game. Maybe, Maybe it's one of those times where you have a talented group and they play that one dominant defensive game. Remember last year they got it in the first week of the year in Chicago and they rode that momentum all year. Maybe they get it this week in Houston. They can ride that momentum for the rest of this year.
1: Uh, we both picked the Packers to win this game and get back on track. So hopefully that all comes true. I'm looking forward. Hopefully the Badgers getting a win tonight in an impressive win. And we're all going to be circling Graham Mertz's performance and talking about it on Monday. Kevin, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk again soon. Okay? Cannot
0: wait, man. It is. It is. It's great to have Packers, but it's great to have multiple sports. And by the way, uh, quick update: uh, Drew. We're going to spend the entire week. Uh, yelling in wilford brimley speak at me remember we were talking about that last week he he has not stopped he's been (laughs) he keeps yelling at me to eat my damn oatmeal
1: well you know what oatmeal is a good grain it's not necessarily keto friendly but it's a good grain if you're for strength and conditioning so you go for it pal
0: (laughs) i'm just more scared of him i'm doing it because i don't want this is true
1: (laughs) yeah no I, i get that too i get that too good stuff buddy we'll talk to you soon thanks bill See you, pal. There you go. That is Kevin Holden from CBS 58 joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring uh, drivers right now. If you're looking for a job, you're looking for a new team, you want to go someplace else, you want a different career, call them, 44 pride or go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.